Hello everybody, welcome back to Discussing Doodles. The podcast where we talk about an animated movie from a different animation studio each week. Before we begin, we just want to say that some spoilers will be ahead. So if you've yet to see this movie and don't want it spoiled, stop listening now. Final disclaimer, when we get excited, we tend to swear. Although we talk about family movies, this isn't a family podcast. You You have have been been warned. It is the one you've all been waiting for. Yes, uh, me too, actually. It's Shrek Week. Mm-hmm. Sound effects. We're not doing sound effects, because I can't be asked. Mark. You guys asked. do the sound effects now at home. Just clap, ready? Three. No. Oh, oh. I was going to give them a nice countdown. <laughs> no countdowns, just clapping. Uh, last week was Finding Nemo. It was, wasn't it? It did quite well. Yeah, that was a high score. It made its way into the top 10 of all time. Yes, yeah, 77.5. 77.5. And we always say, 0.5. if you're in the 70s, you're good. Yeah. That's a good film. Well, our highest scoring film ever is... 82. 82. So it's only five points, less than five points away from that. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. That's really good. good. I wonder if we're ever going to get 100 out of 100 on a movie. Yeah, I wonder. Is there any movie that doesn't slip up somewhere? I can think of one or two, I think. Yeah. But we'll see. Let me guess. They're made by Walt Disney and they came out in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I won't elaborate further just no, in case but, I'm wrong. But I thought you. I thought they might. Yeah. Before we start. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice drink. Lovely. Pepsi Max. Who's Max? Today, but I'm not getting paid for endorsing them, so I don't know why I bother saying. No, it. we don't endorse them. Uh, get yourself Coke Zero instead. No, no we don't, don't endorse them. We either. don't endorse them either. <laughs> get whatever one you prefer. I prefer Pepsi Max because it tastes kind of sweeter. I prefer Coke to Pepsi for sure, mm, but because it tastes watery. Yeah, but they're both horrible companies. That's true. So don't they're both horrible them. drinks too. Yeah, they are mm. plagues. Plagues. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're here anyway. for. We're here to talk about. An ogre from the land of far, far away mm. um, called Shrek. Um, some of you may have heard of him, but I'm not sure. It's quite a small some of you may underground die. movie. <laughs> but that's a risk I'm willing to take. Boris Johnson. <laughs> Honestly, you wouldn't be surprised if that was a Boris Johnson quote. But it's a Lord Farquaad quote. It is. And that says a lot about our current Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, as you were saying... Most yeah. people probably haven't heard of this movie. No, probably not, because no. it's just small, it's unheard of, no sequels, maybe... didn't take over the world. Like no. It's, no, it's... no musical, no... No, it's very, very small. No major attraction in the middle of the capital city of England. No, I actually think you and me are the only people who've seen it. I've, I've never yeah. met anyone. No, I've never... I've never, I've never like, I, sometimes when I'm coming around to record discussing doodles at work, I'll mention what film I'm going to watch last week. I'm going to go and watch Find a Nemo. Everyone's like, oh, I love Find a Nemo. Today I said, I'm going to go and watch Shrek. Nobody had heard of it. Nobody even heard no of it. No idea. Honestly, no one references it no. in my day-to-day life. It's no, I have crazy. never... There's no memes None. of it. None. No. Really obscure, unknown characters, everything. Yeah. Yeah, and the actors as well, they're in it. How long are we going to keep this going? <laughs> Do the whole podcast like this. <laughs> it's just like getting ones and twos out of ten. Imagine. Yeah. It's not. For little, it's not open me. season. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's Shrek, Shrek, which you've all heard of. You all know it. You all love it. Let's not lie. 
So Shrek holds a really funny place in my heart. Yeah, tell us, tell the children. So I find it very enjoyable and it's almost a guilty pleasure for me because I am fully aware that it was Shrek that killed the kind of animated movie that I like, Yeah, that I love. Yeah. Right? Shrek is mostly responsible. So obviously Pixar invented the way that these kind of movies are made. DreamWorks then went, let's show everyone else they can do it too. Yeah. Right? And that's what Shrek is. Shrek came along with a great big fucking baseball bat and smashed Lion King, Tarzan, Brother Bear and all these beautiful films in the face and said, we don't need these anymore. No. We make funny three-dimensional things instead. Yeah. That's what everybody did. True. Um, so your beautiful, lovely animated cartoons were were put to bed. Put to bed. For many, many years. Obviously, people oh, have think. tried to bring them back to life since, but it just hasn't happened. No, it hasn't. And it's mostly Shrek's fault. It is. So I hate it for that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as a movie, if I take that, that away from it... Away, I love it. So good. <laughs> but to be fair, like, I know it is Shrek's fault and Shrek kick-started it all, but really and truly, you should just blame the other studios for trying to copy it. Following. Well, they should no. have just been like, Shrek did it really well, let's crack on with our thing and no, do because better. If every studio had that, that mindset, Shrek would never have happened because DreamWorks would have gone... True. Did, Pixar did really well, but let's crack on with our thing and carry on doing Princess True. of Egypt and other, Princess. You know, Princess. other amazing, beautiful True. films like that. So, True. Actually, it's Pixar's fault. It is. Fuck it you, Finding Nemo. swings round to Nemo last <laughs> week. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I fully get that. fully understand your villain origin story, your backstory. I get it. But it is a good film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, really grumpy. Yeah. Yes, um, it is. So, shall we discuss the doodles? Yeah, all right. All right. So, this is a 2001 American computer animated comedy film. How old and were it... you when it came out? Six. Six. I was nine. Mm. Yeah. So, it was a cinema. It was a cinema movie. Did I see it? Uh, or did we see it together? Yeah, I, I think we did. Yeah. And then it was a VHS we owned. We did, yeah. So much so that we've never bought the DVD. We just treasured that VHS. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely had Shrek 2 on DVD. Because yes. I remember the DVD. I've got Shrek here. 4. I don't know what happened to 3. It wasn't very good. <laughs> wasn't the best. It's the worst <laughs> of the four. Um, but yeah, we never replaced the VHS. No. We loved and then it was on the Netflix, VHS. so there's no need. No need. Um, Shrek's on Netflix, by the way. It is. We never know how long for, so treasure it while it's there. Mm. Do Watch a Shrek it. week. Do it. You won't regret it. Um, So yeah, this film is loosely based on a fairy tale book by William Steig. Steig. Whatever you like. Steig. No, it's. I prefer Steig. Steig. Steig sounds much nicer. No offense if it is Steig, Um, which came out in nineteen ninety. I have read the book. Have you? No. No. I have years ago. Is it similar or very, very different? Um, so I think the only thing, the essential things that are prominent in both is an ogre who goes to rescue a princess. And he's called Shrek. And he's called Shrek. Okay. That's it. Everything right. else, very different. But I suppose DreamWorks, what they do with this film is they bring all the fairy tale book characters in one. So technically, they could just say, well, we just brought Shrek in, you know. 
Yeah, he's different we, story. Yeah, we just bought yeah. Shrek from his story, like right. we bought in Snow White, Cinderella. Because yeah, in Snow White's story, the dwarves don't take her to a swamp, do they? Exactly. No. So. so that could be Dreamworks' argument for it. Yeah, they might not be saying, you know, we 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 we're not saying it's based on the book. We're just borrowing Shrek. Borrowing they could say Shrek. That. Yeah, they could. Um, so Mark's favorite person, Jeffrey Katzenberg, put. <laughs> You didn't like that, did you? <laughs> he's a genius and he's not all at the same yes, time. Yes, he's actually, funny. in a lot of ways, a very wonderful man and in a lot of ways he's an absolute arsehole. So. And it depends yeah. on, on what perspective you watch something from. Because if you watch a behind-the-scenes of a DreamWorks film, oh. they'll talk about him like he's the messiah. He's God, isn't he? Yeah. If you watch the behind-the-scenes of a Disney movie, they'll talk about him as if he's fucking Judas. Literally. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Judas, Judas. I don't know why I went biblical there. You did, didn't you? But I, I did. was going to go for God and Devil, mm. and you went for Messiah and Judas. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to Jesus Christ Superstar earlier. Were you? No. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to give myself an <laughs> excuse. Just lying to the people at home. Um, so, Katzenberg put in active development for this film back in 1995, the best year. Yeah. Yeah. The year Pocahontas came out. Absolutely. What else happened that year? Toy um, Story came out. Toy Story. Hook. <laughs> that's a great film it's not a doodle discussing doodle film but it's no. great um, um and you know i was born oh were you yeah oh i must have missed that i was busy that day rude <laughs> um and steven spielberg god bless him mark's gonna hate this really wanted it to be a traditionally animated film back in 1995 and then he found DreamWorks and everything and was like, yeah, we're not going to do it traditionally. He actually it. had, um, he almost won the rights in 1991 Wow! to make it with Amblimation, Amblin. Ah. So it would have been directly after Five or Goes West that we Whoa. just watched. Oh, they're Amblimation, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and he already had a main cast lined up. Oh, I've got two. I don't know if they're the same well, as yours. I think they probably are the two. Oh, yeah. okay. Bill Murray as Shrek, Shrek and Steve Martin as Donkey. I would have loved to have seen that movie. I would like to watch it. I would like to see it, but I wouldn't. I don't think it'd be as good as what we know. It'd be very, today. very different. Yeah. Um, but Bill Murray as an ogre who doesn't want to do anything, doesn't want to see people. I see it, and Steve Martin as a funny comic relief. I see it. See it. it works for sure. Um, but yeah. And I haven't really talked about the actual story of Shrek, but I feel like everybody knows it. So Shrek is an ogre. He lives in a swamp. And what happens is, right, he gets um, a donkey and some other pets from other fairy tales. And then he says, what are you doing in my swamp? Which, by the way, Mike Myers recorded in a limousine in New York City um, because they realised when they were cutting the final movie together that they hadn't recorded that line. So Jeffrey Katzenberg flew out to New York City and recorded it with him in the back of a limo on the way to a party somewhere. Wow. Um, and then what happens is Shrek and Donkey go on their first adventure together to find Lord Farquaad, who basically sent all the animals to Shrek's house. And Farquaad says to them... Well, if you can go and pick up my girlfriend, mm. bring her back safely, mm. Princess Fiona, I'll uh, I'll let I'll I'll do do what you want, really. Yeah. So they do, and then Shrek falls in love with her, and it turns out she's no good too. 
And Donkey Fucks the Dragon. She's not the best storyteller, but that's fine. I we, think we everyone now knows exactly what happened in that movie. Yeah, I think they already did, well. which is why I didn't really go into it. But that's fine. That's I fine. I can go into more detail. No, no. Particularly yeah. not with your last statement. We don't need any more detail about the donkey. And I dragon. wonder how that works. So I like to think she just laid eggs and he did his business. On the eggs? Yeah. I don't think that's how it works, Luke. It does, it does with a donkey and a dragon mark because there's nothing else they could possibly do. Maybe he, like... Oh, I don't know. There's nothing else gonna, that would work. Because she's got quite a big tail. So he's going to have to get himself in a real sort of angle. Isn't he? Well, let, look, she could roll over. Oh, yeah. I just thought they'd do it donkey style. Ma. <laughs> I don't like that this is where the conversation has gone... Straight away. Straight away. But you know what? I have to say, it has always bothered me since I was a child. Yeah. Not bothered me. It, it, took, it took me 12 minutes to start talking about donkey and dragon sex. It's somewhere on the internet. That's the worst thing. I'll bet you there's... There's so much. There must be. There must be. There must be. If you've thought of it, it's on the internet. Well, that's rule. There's a rule for that. Rule 34 or something. Yeah. If it exists, there's porn of it. Wow. Yeah. There's donkey and dragon porn out there. Yeah. And some people like it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like it. It's a very simple story. Yeah. <laughs> I like the story. I, d- I wasn't talking about Donkey It's and the Dragon. Wizard of Oz. It's... Yes. Um, you must go and do this and then you'll get your life back to normal. Yes. and then you- But they learn so much. But they learn a the lesson way. on the way and meet lots of fun characters. Very similar to last week's movie. Yeah. It's a quest. It's a quest. It's a quest, which I very much enjoy basically what I said last week I love the idea of going somewhere having a goal and meeting lots of fun people on the way it's a really nice way to tell a story and I think it really works for animated family films yeah I think it really works Um, so yeah it's a very simple story it's not the best Shrek movie no but it is the second best Shrek movie yes so it gets a lot of brownie points yes a lot of brownie points it's it's a very solid story. You can't argue with it. No. It's so good. Um, and at points, it has you obviously laughing very, very much. Um, and it has moments where um, you're like, ah, or moments where you're quite sad or moments even where maybe you're, sometimes you're angry. Yeah, all the emotions. Yeah. It's a roller coaster, this film. And... Um, I wonder if there is a roller coaster of it at Universal now. There must be. Probs. Must be. It's um I think the pacing's very good. Yeah. I think every beat that happens in the story is a relevant thing. There's nothing irrelevant in it. There's mm. no scenes where I go, I should have got rid of that. It all makes sense. It's all there for a reason. The characters do what they need to do. I think it's very solid. Mm. It's what we're saying here. Um I've I read a theory about Donkey's origin. Can I talk to you about it? Yeah, I do. Right. So theory is Donkey and Pinocchio, they know each other. Oh, wow. Right? You get me? Yeah. Donkey was a naughty boy. Of course he was. Maybe even Donkey is Lampwick. Lampwick. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. For those of you who don't understand what I'm talking about, in the end of Pinocchio, they end up on, was it? What's the place called? Devil's Snatch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. It's something like that. 
Uh, they end up on Donkey Island or, or something like that. Fun Island, Magic Island, um, some island. And all the boys, when they misbehave, turn into donkeys. It's horrific. Uh, but they're obviously... they Well, they're not really talking donkeys, actually. But maybe in the Shrek universe, they are. They are, maybe. Rather than the Disney universe. Um, that's, I like that. I like story. that theory, too. Um, Shrek... No, Donkey is with an old lady at the start. And I hate her. Yeah. She's my least favourite character, the whole thing. When she does, when she grabs his face and makes him talk like this. Yeah, I hate it. I don't know why she did that to you. you she did it see. to me. No one can see. So you just touch my face for no, no reason. reason with your COVID hands. Covered um, COVID. He, yeah, he's owned by a really grumpy old lady who wants to get rid of him. And I think she's the true villain of the piece. Mm. She's so evil. Well, let's talk about characters, but first. Oh yeah, we need to rate things. Before I also we rate it, want to I talk about for something. Oh, okay. oh, go on, you go. I just want to say how many lovely, funny references are in the film. So well. many. What's it's your favourite one? Great. Um, I have multiple. Uh, three have sprung to mind when you said favourite. Okay, give us some. So more. I'm going to say that'll do, Donkey. That'll, that'll do, do, which donkey. is obviously a Babe reference. Yes. Um, Princess Fiona fighting in the style of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Great. And the dragon eating Lord Farquaad in the style of the T-Rex eating the guy on the toilet in Jurassic Park. Okay. They sprang to mind as my favourite references, but I've probably missed 700 mm. of my other favourites because it's littered in this film. I think we we're about 10 minutes in and there was already like 20. I read about a reference that I've never known before in my life. Oh my God, please tell me. So, Frank Steen. Oh. What's his name? William Steen. William Steen. William Steig yeah. wrote another book oh. about a donkey who's hiding from a witch so disguises himself as a boulder. That, is, that, a boulder. Nice boulder. that is a nice boulder. That is a nice boulder. Shut up. It's a reference to one of his other books. I love that for William. Yeah. That is a nice boulder. Also, quotable movie. Very quotable. Insanely quotable. We quote it all the time. All the time. My mouth was open and everything. <laughs> <laughs> when, any, when either of us ever fart. Yeah, my mouth was open and everything. <laughs> so good. It's very quotable. Genius. Um, Go on. What do you have a favourite scene? Favourite scene? Oh, oh, that's a hard one. Um, I really, really enjoy um, them actually escaping the dragon in the mm. castle. Really good. Really well directed. Really fun. Really fun to watch. I'm a sucker, I think, and a bit of a closeted romance person and i just love shrek interrupting the wedding yeah and fiona becoming an ogre almost as good as when chucky did it oh true we've had a wedding interruption (laughs) on discussing doodles before yeah but him being kissing her and her becoming an ogre and her being like this isn't what princess is supposed to look like and he was like you're beautiful i was like fuck me this Mm. is the most romantic film i've ever watched Shrek is good in the romance department. It is, yeah. So they sprang to mind. Yourself? Do you have a favourite scene? Is there something I'm missing? I, I don't know why, but my favourite scene is when they're approaching the volcano. I just feel like that's when the... Is it a volcano? The castle where the dragon is. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where Shrek and Donkey are having their best banter. Yeah. Like coming Rose. up to the rope bridge and stuff like that. Like, that's, it's just... My mouth was open and everything. Exactly, yeah. Um... Yeah. Let's do some scoring. Okay. Scory makers. Story. What are you thinking? Um, eight. 
Eight. Point okay. five. Oh, he's chucking a point in. Yeah, I just remember they were a thing. Okay, I'm going to give... Because I bounced between eight and nine, so 8.5 makes sense. I'm going to give 7.5. Love it. Oh, yeah. I'll write it down. <laughs> Characters, then. Oh, my God, they're so good. Give us a list. Well, we have Shrek, Donkey... Fiona and Farquaad are basically our leads. Main characters, And yeah. they are great. Yeah. And then we have weird side characters like Robin Hood, the Magic Mirror, Gingy, the Gingerbread Man, Pinocchio, Three Blind Mice, Three Pigs, the Big Bad Wolf, all the fairy tale goodens. Yeah. Um, Shrek, obviously, we mentioned earlier, Bill Murray was considered back when it was a traditionally animated movie. Um, Nicolas Cage was approached. <laughs> and um, Chris Farley got the role. Mm-hmm. Sadly passed away. Yeah. Didn't finish it. So Mike Myers got the role, um, but he wanted a script rewrite. Re, re, <laughs> a script rewrite. Right. Yeah. I really struggled. <laughs> um, because he wanted to do something different from Farley. He didn't want to just come in and replace him. He wanted yeah. to change it up. They were um, colleagues on S- SNL, weren't they? Cute. So they did know each other. And he also wanted to work with Jeffrey Katzenberg. That was on his to-do list. And he also wanted to, to tell... The important story of self-acceptance, which I really like. Um, so that's that's Mike Myers. So good, by the way. I think people are so used to Mike Myers being Shrek that they've forgotten how good Mike Myers is as Shrek. A Shrek Does yeah. that make any sense? So it cost the studio... So basically, he recorded the, the part of Shrek in his normal accent. Right. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. Everyone else was fine with it. He didn't like it. So he tried with lots of different Canadian country accents, because mm-hmm. obviously he's from Canada. Um... It was like in one of its like like it was almost ready to be like fully rendered and made, when suddenly he decided actually I want to do it in Scottish. Yeah. Um. And he thought of his, so his mum when his mum used to tell him stories like bedtime stories when he, he was a kid she would sometimes do Scottish accents for the characters in the stories because she had Scottish family and was from Scotland. Right. Right. So he decided I I want to do Shrek in Scottish so they let him and because of the extra time it took and the re-recording and all of that. It cost the studio four million dollars just to give Shrek a Scottish accent. Wow! But how iconic is Shrek as a Scot? You Scottish wouldn't have him any other way. No way! No way! No way! No way! No way! It's not like you're going to start singing a song then. <laughs> I think um, Chris Farley's Canadian as well. Maybe I might mm. have made that up. So if they is, wanted him to be Canadian, there is recordings of Chris Farley out there. Mm. I have heard them. Um, there was actually a, and leak. they do sound good. But like again, it's not the Shrek that mm. you are. You're now so accustomed to. I think on the DVD special features, there's a couple of deleted scenes where Mike Myers is still using one of his Canadian accents rather Ooh. than a Scottish accent. Mm. Um. But we do have some other names. Yeah. I mean, Donkey is Eddie Murphy. Brilliant. Possibly my favourite Eddie Murphy role. He considers it his best work. It's pretty, like... So this is a guy that's been in Hollywood for years. years. He was in everything at one point. His, Mm -hmm. His face was, like, inescapable. Yeah. And this little animated film... I mean, it's so iconic to, I think, our generation. Mm. I think, ask anybody in their 20s and younger yeah who is Eddie Murphy and likelihood is that everyone will say Donkey, say donkey. yeah I mean Probably. he's done other roles I mean Mushu is just as good yes not gonna lie little shout out there Mushu is just as good but there is something especially iconic about Donkey Donkey is by far like it's not even close Donkey is the best character in this movie yes 
There's the, nobody nearly touches him. Yeah, he is the, so good. Obviously, in the second movie, I personally believe he does get touched. You do, don't you? You're I a big, do. big believer of this. I am. I, my favorite Shrek character in the whole franchise is Puss in Boots. Not but in number one. Not in number one. In number one, this is Donkey's movie. Yeah. This should be called Donkey. Donkey. In an adventure with Shrek. <laughs> he is a good little scene stealer, isn't he? Yeah. Um, then we have Princess Fiona, the love interest voiced by Cameron Diaz. Good job from Cameron as well. Always. Um, and what I love about Princess Fiona is even though I just introduced her as the love interest, she's cool. She does it all. Yeah. She doesn't need Shrek. They're just very much in love, which is very cute. They're so yeah. adorable. I forget how fucking romantic it is. I have another quick thing about Eddie Murphy, sorry. Oh, yeah? Before we move on much further. Him and Jeffrey Katzenberg met really close to the beginning of their their respective careers and right. became friends. And Eddie Murphy promised Jeffrey, knowing what Jeffrey wanted to go and do, promised him, I'll be in one of your animated movies one day. And right. Shrek was him completing that promise. What so, good one, though. Yeah. I mean, like... Him in other DreamWorks films, I just don't think it would have hit as well. I can imagine him being a voice in El Dorado, Kung Fu Panda, all of those, but it mm. just wouldn't hit right. There was another actor who was approached uh, yeah. to be in Shrek. Um, it, as Donkey? I, I'm going to assume as Donkey. Who was um, it? But they turned it down because they despised Jeffrey Katzenberg Ooh. and never wanted to be in the same room as him again. Interesting. Any guesses? No. Mr. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Mm. I mean, to be fair, if you're going, this donkey character is going to be one of the funniest characters in cinema. You go straight you to Robin Williams. Robin, Robin Williams. <laughs> you don't go to Robbie Williams, Mark. <laughs> you don't go there. He's loving Robin, angels instead. Robin Williams, for sure, you knock straight on his door. Yeah, and... Send and him the email first. I think it's fair for Robin, because we all know that Robin Williams had difficulties after Aladdin with he the, did, the with use of Disney his voice and, and Disney. Merchandise. And, and I think most of it was Jeffers. Um, the devil. So, and obviously that's why he went back for the King of Thieves, because Jeffrey Katzenberg was no longer at Disney at that point. Mm -hmm. So he went back. Um, so yeah, yeah, so I think he pretty much very quickly turned around and said, I am not doing that. Find no somebody else. Which is fair. Yeah. And I'm glad because... Yeah, I'm glad as well. Because Robin Williams's animated voice is the genies. I know that mm. sounds so stupid. His his donkey would have probably ended up like one of the penguins from Madagascar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably what, what the voice would have been like. Happy feet. Yeah, what did I say, Madagascar? <laughs> I think Madagascar just comes so naturally after penguins. Penguins, penguins from Happy, Happy Feet. Feet. Yeah. Happy Feet. Oh, I've just seen your Cruella doll. Oh, this is awkward on the podcast. Sorry. Yeah, she's glamorous, isn't she? Very glamorous. And so much bigger than I thought she was going to be. Yeah. But that, she's £100. Pounds. In weight? Um, In price. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, when I pulled her out of the box, and she was that big, I was like, you know what? That's right. I thought she could be Barbie size, but she's bigger than a Barbie. Bigger than a Barbie. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I bought a Cruella doll for a hundred pounds. I'm having a nervous breakdown. How are you? <laughs> Midlife um, crisis. Yeah, a little bit. Caught alive. Thank you. Um, moving on. Talking of villains, Cruella Deville. Nice segue. Nice. Lord Farquaad, voiced by. This is so sad because I love him, but I never know if it's John. Lithgow or Lithgow? Yeah, I think it's one of those... Or is it Gow? I think it's just say how you like it. He's great. I've seen him on fucking Bake Off and they said his name and I still don't know He's how to say He's in it. so much stuff. 
so much stuff and so many weird things as well. He was Yoda in an Empire Strikes Back radio play. <laughs> Which he I've listened to and he's very good. But random. Churchill. Churchill with in the crown. crown. He's Barney's dad in How Met Your Mother. He is. <laughs> yeah. He's in... He His face is one of those that crops up everywhere. Oh, that film with James Franco and the monkeys. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. No, not Rise. Yes. Yeah, Rise. He's the dad in that. Yeah, He's with, got a dementia. with dementia. Brilliant. So good. Such he a good He was actor. in um, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Was he? So he's got a, a vast Yeah, great thing. CV. Yeah, I think he's in a Christmas film. Probably. Santa Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm making it up now. But he's in so much. He's a great voice actor mm. um, for Farquad. So genius casting. Yeah. He's so good at it. They're also perfectly cast, yeah, this are. film, basically, they is are. what we're saying. And actually, there's a character that we haven't brought up yet who I think is maybe my second favourite after Donkey, which is Dragon. Dragon. I do love Dragon. Um, she doesn't speak, which is maybe why I didn't write her down anywhere, because I was probably looking at a cast page. Yes. And she doesn't have a voice actress. But she was great. If she did have a voice actress, who would you choose? She's got, like, I like, I would... Because <laughs> I've got someone. Yeah, I've got someone too. Okay. On three. One, two, three. Whoopi Dawn Goldberg. French. Oh. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg would be great. Yeah. I don't French. know why. I really thought we were going to say the same person. No, Whoopi would be great. You just want to talk French so that in the next one you've got French and Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> you hadn't thought of that, had you? <laughs> but that is iconic. Yeah. Dreamworks. What are you doing? It's but Whoopi would be great anymore. too. I fucking love Whoopi. Yeah. She can do no wrong. So. She's a rat race. She is a rat race. <laughs> She's a rat race. Right, so characters. I feel like we're going to give them good scores because we've just said how good the characters are and how well cast it is. Yeah, I'm going to go for an 8.5. 8.5. The reason for not going any higher than that is because I still feel like, now that we know the complete picture, there are some missing puzzle pieces. Mm. For sure. Shrek 2, introducing Puss, Fairy Godmother, Prince Charming, the King and the Queen. Mm. are all very, five very iconic Shrek characters yeah. and it does almost feel weird without them kind of like when you watch Toy Story and there's no Jesse and Bullseye yes. yeah. and that sort of thing there there are some sequel characters that we make say this, a franchise don't we? Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're a rare breed as well because sometimes they you introduce are. a sequel character and they're not so great and that's all they'll ever be is but just a sequel character like I, would, I would take Jesse from mm-hmm. Toy Story I would take Puss, Puss in Boots I would take... I know it's not movies, but I would take Toph in season two of... Avatar. Avatar. Absolutely. Like it feels the, weird without her. Yeah, those sort of characters, they come in and they make such an impact... Yes. ...that you... you then you it feels empty it without, without them. Yeah. Rani Chandra, Sarah Jane Adventures. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> not, a, not a doodle to discuss at all. No. But that's it. That's the vibe. Yeah. It just feels incomplete without them. Mm. And it's, it's a rare breed, you're right, because normally in your first films... The characters are so well-loved for being in the first film, which is often the best film, mm. that when it does come to the second, a sequel character is often just a sequel character. They're like, but oh, but yeah. sometimes sequel characters are great. Mm, but not well... But they're not that Worldwide, great. Yeah. like, accepted. Like, for example, the characters in Simba's Pride. Yes. They're all wonderful characters. So I love good. them. But I don't miss them when I'm watching the first one. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For like, sure. Yeah, it's a big difference. And Puss in Boots, I think, actually may be the primest example of that kind of character. Yeah. He's, yeah, for sure. So that's why I'm, I'm okay. not giving full marks. Well, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. So you can imagine what I'm going to give Shrek to. 
Um, um, moving on. Animation. Animation. This is your ballpark. It is. Swing the bat. Hey, bada, bada, hey, bada, <laughs> swing. So we already mentioned that Amblin were looking at making it back in 1991 um, with Bill Murray and Steve Martin. Mm. Uh, obviously, it didn't come to fruition. Um, you mentioned, obviously, that DreamWorks first started, came up with the idea of doing this movie in, back in 1995. Yes. Started production the next year in 1996. And initially, their plan was to make it using stop-motion animation. Do you know what? It would work. I would love to see it. It would really work. Absolutely love to see it. All those fairy tale characters and things. Are we talking more like Nightmare Before Christmas vibe or like Aardman vibe? Um, well, DreamWorks have never done stop-motion no, before true. or so since, so we don't know what tell. it would have been like. It'd be more Aardman, though. If you think about Flushed Away, Chicken Run... Very true, they, they were, did They were all it. over that. Yes, they so did. So it yeah. would be more Aardman, I think. And it would really work. I'd it like would. to see it. They realised, obviously, though, without Aardman's expertise... That, that, They're screwed. Yeah. And it would be too time-consuming and too um, expensive, basically. Um, so instead, they made an animated movie called Ants. Cheap. Right. Easy. Yeah. Computer animated. Yeah. And they went, okay, that's how we did it. So the whole team that worked on Ants, immediately after Ants, started working on oh, Shrek. Shrek. So whilst you what else have we done? Prince of Egypt. Yep. And your stuff El were coming Dorado. out. El Dorado. El Dorado. Whilst those movies were coming out, um, the Ants team were working on Shrek. Or the Shrek team were working on Shrek. Yeah. I guess you could call it. Um, you're struggling to remember the most recent one, aren't you? Yeah, what was the other dream work? I can't remember. That's bad. <laughs> so we had Ants, Prince of Egypt, Road to El Dorado, Ah, Joseph, King of Dreams, uh, and then Shrek. Yeah, I'm okay with forgetting that one. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, so they decided to do computer animated. The Ants team were working on it. Um, it took four and a half years production to make, which is long for a, a computer animated movie, but it was their first... Proper big all out. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. going for it one. And it was early days for computer animation oh, yeah. still. I mean, it's still the 90s. Still so... one of the first computer animated movies, you know. For sure. It's probably in the within the first 10 yeah. computer animated movies. So there was probably stuff that, that DreamWorks as a company was still working out Learning, as they were yeah. making Shrek. Yeah. So a couple of numbers for you. There are 36 unique locations in this movie. There are 1,250 different props and environments used in the movie. There are. What's my next one? 31 different sequences and roughly 1,290 shots in each sequence. 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 Maybe not in each. Maybe in the whole film. I don't know. It wasn't very clear. <laughs> There's some numbers Thank you for, for your facts. That um, aren't quite facts. When they wanted to make Fiona... Fiona. The human Fiona. Yeah. They wanted to make her the most photorealistic animated character that had ever existed up until that point. That I was their aim with Fiona. I think they succeeded. I think they probably did. At the time. She looked janky as fuck when you look back at it. Yeah. But at the time... At the time. Um, in I order don't... to do this, though, they went to Hollywood and got real Hollywood makeup artists in to help with how her face should look and the like the contour and stuff like that which oh, reminds me Snow White. of Snow White when the women put real makeup on Snow White I just White. thought of that as well yeah um I thought that was kind of like a nice little little thing yeah um and another another little fact I read which I really enjoyed was that some of the animators had mud showers so that they could study how mud actually fell down a body that's dedication mm. that is 
dedication. Yeah. No other word for it. Do like you know, we said. Oh, sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say, do you know what? The animation of Shrek, I think, was extremely good for 2001. And I read in the reviews, a lot of the reviews were how amazing the animation was. Something you and I both noticed when we were watching it was how good the environments were. Yeah. Like the backgrounds. Gingerbread man. The gingerbread his man. ginger, bis- his biscuit but... looked really good. Um, the stones and walls, the yeah. gra- like things, and actually, dragon, her scales and everything mm. were really nice. I think it's hair and skin that they struggled with. Something you have to give DreamWorks credit for is the fact that they fucking just went through it with the people. Yeah. It may not have come out great. But they went for it, whereas Pixar, at this point, were still hiding from it. True, they were, and weren't very good at it. That's what I mean. No. I think Princess Fiona looks better than any person we've seen in Pixar mm. so far. My only problem with the Shrek animation... Well, I, no, I have a lot of problems with the yeah. Shrek animation. But my, my biggest problem is that I don't think... When you really think about it, when you forget how iconic they now are to you because you're just so used to them, I don't think any of the characters are particularly appealing even in an ugly way i know you can have ugly appealing characters yeah like rugrats <laughs> like rugrats i don't think i think like i know they were going for photorealism with with fiona and that's fine mm-hmm. but and the other humans as well they're all really bland they are i think the best design for me is shrek yes i yeah. think he's the best one and has become iconic with his two little donkey things. a bit is a bit like sid from ice age yes just fucking ugly so gross like horrible so gross. and this film i think like some people may be blinded by nostalgia but the animation hasn't held up i think it's very yeah. good for 2001 but when you watch it in 2021 yeah it, it looks rank yeah, it, <laughs> it looks so gross other than some of the things we mentioned scales yeah. biscuits and stones they also did a really, really good. good job on some of the effects animation mm. like the flames fire um, yeah like Princess Fiona's regeneration energy <laughs> yes. and that stuff. Like, that For all looks sure. very nice. And some of the clothing's all right. I genuinely think they really struggled with hair and skin. Yeah, I really which, which is obviously going to be the hardest thing to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so I, it wasn't terrible, but it, it, it wasn't great. No. I'm going straight down the middle, nice five. Nice five. I was going to say six, so that works. Actually, I'll drop it to a 5.5. 5. Okay. yeah. Absolutely fantastic. No, it's not fantastic. It's absolutely fine. Absolutely fantastic. Music. I am the music man. So, two of my faves actually were part of this, which is Harry Gregson Williams and John Powell, mm-hmm. were our composers. It sounds weird to say this on surface level, because I think on surface level, everyone goes Shrek, comedy. But actually, it's one of the most epic movie soundtracks such Ever. a good soundtrack it's so epic and so fantasy it's so fantastical it's so good it it's great movie soundtrack wise so good so yeah. fantasy it brings in that epic fantasy quest feel that's something like lord of the rings or narnia would have like that's the scale of shrek soundtrack it's yeah. actually so good so um harry gregson williams he does do narnia music which is my favorite favorites yeah. soundtrack of all time um he also has appeared on the podcast with ants and chicken run and john powell who does some music for shrek also did ants and chicken run so they've worked together before um 
Harry also did Flushed Away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will be doing Sinbad, which is coming up, which is also so possibly he's in my top very 15. very much in bed with Jeffrey Katzenberg. Very much so. Very much so. Um, John Powell, like I said, he did Ants, he did Chicken Run, but he did El Dorado as well. Ice Age, Robots, Horton, Here's a Who. So he's been on the podcast a lot. Yeah. Happy Feet is coming, I think. Yeah. And he also did Rat Race. He did Rat Race. (laughs) Which wiggles its way into the podcast all the fucking time. It's going to do it again in a minute. Is it? Oh my god, it is. So the songs, um, we have All Star here, which I read gained massive popularity from Mm. this film. But me and Mark do know it very well for being in two other movies. Yes. One of which has already been on the podcast. I think we might have mentioned this, yeah. Yeah, so it was in the Digimon movie at the very end. It's kind of the finale of the Digimon movie. It's also the finale of Rat Race. Um, our favourite film of all time yeah and I think all those movies came around, came out around the same time it's all very early 2000s yeah. so All Star Smash Mouth must have been on top of the world yeah. in early 2000s so did you know they actually only use it as a placeholder song right so when they were like doing their screenings they just used it as like a placeholder they're gonna right. get another song in yeah. everybody loved it so much they were like actually really let's just works. keep it it really works and again I feel like you ask people of our generation where do you know this song from yeah they'll all say most Shrek. will say Shrek me and Mark will add on a Digimon and a Rat Race I always think of um, in Digimon, Digimon when you know the yeah that bit and Kokomon's swearing. <laughs> yeah. And he's like singing along to it going, like making noises like that. So good. So scary. But so yeah. good. Um, Smash Mouth did a cover of I'm a Believer at the end. Yeah. Which was then taken over by Donkey. Mm. Um, a kind of late addition because originally it was just going to end on the book closing and they felt, no, let's end with like a proper a big, big number. laugh chorus number that leaves people dancing and smiling when they finish the film which is quite nice and very shrek i'm a believer is such a good song mm. and i love the original i think it's the monkeys isn't it mabes um but eddie the murphy. donkey version the eddie murphy version is the best version of that song. so good and so many of the ad-libs from shrek so i was in a panto <laughs> years ago i cannot remember which one but um that song was the finale mm-hmm. and and Everyone just wanted to do the Shrek extras when yes. singing that song. I believe, I believe, I believe. Yeah. Or the, even the bit when it's like, um, where they're like, where all the dwarfs are like, hey, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just naturally did those things. And it's like, they're not actually in the song, they're just in the Shrek version. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's funny. It, it did kind of like take over that song. I did. Um... I think the music in Shrek is actually one of its strongest areas. Mm. Another song worth pointing out. mm. Hallelujah. Oh my God. I forgot to mention it, but I wrote it down. And Bad Reputation I really like as a a little moment. So the music is insane. Oh, and um, I'm on my way. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so I love the music, both soundtrack and score. Mm. I think I actually think animation is going to be Shrek's lowest. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Everything else, I think, is very high. I think I'm going to give this movie like an eight for its music. Okay. Because I just think it. So many people associate these songs with Shrek. I'm going to give it an eight point five. Do it. Yeah, Harry and John really, really bought the epicness. Mm. They didn't go, no, we're not doing silly little comedy soundtrack. We're doing a bloody Hollywood epic. epic. (laughs) And it's so good. 
Okay, let's talk about the Shrek legacy. I think it's mammoth. Mm. <laughs> I think it's the size of an ogre. Now, the first thing I'm going to address is what I spoke about at the very top of the podcast. Right. The fact that it killed traditional animation. True. As much as I think that is a negative legacy point, it is a legacy point. It is because, because it changed the face of... Look at the next 20 years of animation yeah. after Shrek. Exactly. It's all Shrek wannabes. Exactly. All of it. Yeah. So Everything, apart from Spirit and Sinbad, everything that DreamWorks do after Shrek is hunting for Shrek again. Yeah. It's just trying to It wants to be that Shrek. level again. Yeah. No, and they've had close calls, well, but they've never done it. The other Shrek films... With the closest. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Shrek 2 did do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, franchise-wise, they've had close calls, but yeah. they've never, ever topped that status. I mean, sequels, as we just mentioned, that's a legacy point in itself. Hmm. They've got three other Shrek films after this one. They have holiday specials. Yeah, they have a spin-off movie yeah. for your favourite character. Yeah. Um, they Ooh, have a Broadway musical. Yeah. Which is insane. Um... It also got the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated, best feature. animated feature, which yeah. is cool. Um, which It beat things like Monsters, Inc. and shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Neutron. It got BAFTAs galore. Yeah. It's in the American Film Institute's top ten movies. Not just animated. Movies. Movies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I think its legacy is huge. And in London. Shrek's Adventure. In Universal Studios, they've got yeah. all of it. It's still here. That's an impressive feat. And actually, so um, DreamWorks actually sold the rights to Shrek uh, last year, maybe, to Universal. And Universal have given those rights to Illumination, Mm. my arch rivals. Yeah. So we are likely to see Shrek on the big screen again, albeit with minions. Oh my God, they will be all over it (sighs) like a rash. I, I, it will be they'll do Shrek 1 but instead of fairy tale characters it'll just be minions in his swamp yeah and he'll have to go and make a deal happen? with no. Gru to get them away from his swamp but Gru's angry with them because of something it'll be the crossover that they think everyone wants they will make the shittest Shrek movie ever and everyone will bum it they will for about two months right and then they'll go back on Netflix and watch the first Shrek and go oh oh that was rubbish oh yeah yeah that's what but it's going to make so much money. We, you heard it here first, right? Illumination will make a Shrek movie and it will be dog shite and you're all going to fucking love it. Yeah. I actually think they may will do a Despicable Me Shrek crossover. Ugh. I think that's what they're gunning for. It will be the first Shrek film. They're going to go to Gru and Gru's going to say, No, I'm not. It angry might not even be them. Shrek, it might just be like a green minion. A green minion. A grinion. A grinion. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinion. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, huge legacy. Whether Massive. they're actually positive or negative, lots of legacy points. Yeah, big time. Loads, actually. Maybe some of the best. Because we say about Disney films, how a lot of the characters still kick in in merchandise and things today. But that is almost expected from the moneymaker corporation that is Disney. Yeah. For DreamWorks characters to still be around right now, Shrek's doing it like no other. Yeah. So he's an impressive feat. Him and Donkey. They're still I would around. say they probably are the most famous non-Disney characters, animated characters ever, right? Mm-hmm. Worldwide. Yeah. Well. Well. Okay, excluding 
Pikachu. Like Pikachu, <laughs> yeah. all the Pokemon. All the Pokemon, yeah. yeah talking, I forgot about those. If we're American. Yeah, American, yeah. American non-Disney animated characters. Yeah. Shrek and Donkey. I <laughs> said Shrek and Disney. Shrek and Donkey, they're there. Donk. Donk. So um, what are you giving? Uh, 8.5. Oh, okay. I wrote 9 as you said that. Give it 9. Nine. 9. Right. Shrek. Mathematics. Mathematics. Lots of point five today, Luke. I know. I re- I remember there were a thing today. Oh, because some days I do forget. So hit me with some numbers. So for story, you gave it an eight point five. I gave it a seven point five. Mm-hmm. For characters, you gave it a nine. I gave it an eight point five. Mm-hmm. For animation, you gave it a five point five. I gave it a five. For music, you gave it an eight. I gave it an eight point five. And for Legacy, you gave it a 9, I gave it an 8.5. 78. <laughs> it so beat Nemo. By 0.5. By 0.5. We wow. knew they were going to be close. I think yeah. last week we said they were going to be gonna very be close. close. And they are. And I we said possibly would top it. And it has by... Shrek's better than Nemo. Fraction. Shrek's better than Nemo. Why are you shouting? Just want everyone to know. Oh, okay. This is from a Disney fan. Yeah. I think at the moment Pixar are the, are the, are the best animated studio, studio in the world. Yeah. But Shrek's better than Nemo. Shrek's very, very good. Shrek's better than a lot of animated movies. Um, <laughs> it's obviously in our top top ten. And Testament shows. And now I fear, well, I don't fear, I'm actually very excited for Shrek 2. Because if Shrek 1 gets 78 and you and me are well aware that we prefer number 2. By, by a fair by bit a as well. By a huge bit. <laughs> story characters and music is a vast improvement and it was already good in this one yeah i think we may have a new winner when we get to track two I wonder what season that is it must only be a couple way couple way couple way <laughs> it must be a couple way great western wow way quite western wow way <laughs> right um that's um, it, mate. That's your lot. That's Thanks it. for watching. 78, Shrek, DreamWorks, well done. Next week is Ardman Week. Oh, it is, isn't it? We are going to be talking about pirates, the pirates, in an adventure with scientists. Did you reference that earlier when you said, this film should have been Donkey in, in an adventure, adventure with, with Shrek? Shrek. Yeah, sort I did of. think so, yeah, but I was yeah. like, we'll, we'll touch on that later. Yeah. Um, I love Ardman Week. Ardman Week's always solid. Yeah, it's always Wait. just, it's a, such a different flavour to everything else, isn't it? Flavoursome. Apart from when they're with DreamWorks, but they're no longer with DreamWorks, so no. now the flavours are very different, and I'm very much looking forward to going back to a bit of stop-motion animation. Yeah, we haven't had any for a while. No. And actually a really long while, because the last album was after Christmas. Yeah, and the one before that was flushed. Wow, so we haven't had any since Chick. Yeah, which was season... No, Wallace no, and Grom. Which was season two. Which was DOS. So, very excited for this. Mm. Um from my memory, it's not my favourite Arben film in the whole world. No. Um, but it's a solid cast. Yes, and it'll be just lovely to watch it again. And I haven't seen it in years, so mm-hmm. it'll be nice. So tune in next week for Arben Week. Yes. Luke, in the meantime, where can we find you? At Luke, you read Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Mark, tell him the rest. You can find me at ActuallyMJR on Twitter, at ActuallyMJR underscore 2.0 on Instagram. You can follow the show at Disc Doodles on Twitter and Instagram and make sure to check us out on Letterboxd where you can see complete lists of all the movies. Um, also, just want to give a quick thanks to Tom and to Lara for interacting with us on Twitter. We very much appreciate it. We do. Nobody really does it, so it's lovely when That's you do. True. And a uh, little shout out to Adam because I got a little message today. Of Just Keep Swimming. Nice. 
Oh, yeah, nice. Okay, cool. So yeah. if you've got this far on the podcast, people, send us a tweet saying... My mouth was open and everything. <laughs> <laughs> send us a tweet saying, my mouth was open and everything. And we know you got this far. Yes. Thank you very much. Good night. 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 Good night.